0: Ladies and gentlemen, coming at you live from the Cubby Hole here in Marietta, Georgia. Woo! It's Friday, folks, and that can only mean one thing. It's time for Linderman's Picks right here on Tales from the Abyss. I am Jay Linderman, thanking each and every one of you out there in podcast land for tuning in to me today. I'm excited. Our sports docket is pretty light, but I am excited. Why? Because it's my favorite day of the week, and I get to talk to you people. So... Yeah, I am I'm also really excited about our picks last week. Yeah, out of eight games, folks, we went six and two. We were very close from having a seven and one weekend, which would have been even more phenomenal. But six and two is good enough for me. I don't know about y'all, but I'll take that. That means we were in the green for the second week in a row. We're off to a banging start in picking games for February, but before we get into last week's results and this week's picks, our lead-in song, if you couldn't tell, if you've been living on the moon for the past 30 years, that was Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi, the legendary Rock and Roll Hall of Famers from their 1986 album Slippery One Wet. Wow, oh, man, Bon Jovi. If anybody knows me, or at least know me for a little while, you'll probably know that I'm a huge Bon Jovi fan. I haven't said much about them recently because their last album that was actually titled 2020. Do not know why anybody would want to use that as their album title because it would be destined to fail. Anywho, yeah, that album failed. Yeah, that album made me mad and it pissed me off. So Bon Jovi made me a little aggravated there. But I'll always love them and Living on the Prayer is my favorite song. Just not by the boys from Jersey. But my favorite song of all time, and I'm pretty sure that it uh, it won an award for greatest song ever written. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. At least it won an award somewhere, because I know to this day it's a song that's played everywhere. From every radio station to every sports stadium throughout the country, everybody knows London on the Prayer. And guess what? It's a goddamn classic. So, a lead-in song, Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi from their 1986 album, Slippery When Wet. Alrighty, folks. As I sit down in my chair, get ready to go through these wonderful results from a 6-2 weekend, I'm sitting here with that big smile on my face. It is just phenomenal to see the picks that we had in. And we did four different sports. But, and I know the one game everybody wants to talk about right now is last week's Super Bowl. But before I get to the Super Bowl, let's look at our other picks real quick. Uh, If you recall, last Friday night, uh, we had two college basketball games. And believe it or not, both games came from the Mountain West Conference. First game we had, we had the Air Force Falcons at plus six and a half. At home, hosting the New Mexico Lobos, New Mexico, who had been ranked, have, has kind of fallen off a little bit. Uh, yeah, Air Force won this game outright, so that plus six and a half hit, easy, easy hit for us. Uh, New Me- I knew that the Lobos were falling. I didn't know that they were falling that damn far. I guess they're falling in that pit out there in the desert, New Mexico, because they they have looked rough in the past month. But uh, I'm sure the odds on the money line of the Air Force winning were jacked up, too. So if anybody took that money line, that was a good bet. You made yourself some money. But Air Force, 89-77 over the Lobos. I love it, I love it. And then our second game, actually, from the Mountain West Conference again, last Friday night in college basketball, we had the Nevada Wolf Pack. Did it sound better than last week? I didn't think it did. But we had the Nevada Wolfpack at minus 9.5 at home against the Fresno State Bulldogs. Nevada covers. Nevada wins by 11, 77-66. And with that, we're going to head on over to the National Hockey League where we had two games last Saturday. Uh, and the NHL, unfortunately, is where one of our two losses came from. Uh Man, I wish I had seen that game, but I did it. I know it was a nationally televised game last weekend, so I'm, I'm sure millions and millions of people watched it. But the Dallas Stars is who we had in this game as they were hosting the Tampa Bay Lightning in a nationally televised game on ABC last Saturday afternoon. And unfortunately, we lost. The Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Dallas Stars 3-1. to We had uh, Dallas Moneyline to win straight up. So we lost that one. However, our second game from last Saturday night in the NHL, we had the St. Louis Blues, uh, a struggling Blues team, hosting another struggling team, another team that's really been driving that struggle bus, the Arizona Coyotes, with uh, just an awful away record, um, heading to St. Louis. And guess what? The Blues pulled it out in overtime, so it was a nail-biter. St. Louis Blues wins 6-5 when what was a high-scoring affair. Woo, man. God, mm, that Dallas game, I wish I'd seen a little bit more of it. Uh, Unfortunately, I wasn't able to. But I tell you what, folks, we're going to be getting in to a lot more hockey a little bit later when we make our picks because the NBA, which is uh, our recap I'm about to do, the NBA this weekend is in their All-Star weekend. So the All-Star game is Sunday. Of course, you know you have your All Star Saturday Night with the three point competition and the slam dunk competition. And don't ask me who's in it because I took a look at the slam dunk competition. The only person's name that I even remotely recognized was Kenyon Martin Junior. from the Houston Rockets. Uh, so, yeah, and as far as the three point shootout, I don't, I don't have a clue who's in it at all. But you know, to be honest, I, I will probably go in and try. <laughs> And try to watch it anyway. So, last Friday night, we did pick three NBA games. And we went a perfect 3-0 in the NBA. And we are going to start in the city of brotherly love. Ah, yes, Philadelphia. We'll get more into Philly a little bit later. The 76ers were at home hosting the New York Knicks. We had the 76ers minus 5.5, and, and they covered. They actually won by 11. 119-108. Let's see what else we had on the docket. We had the Cleveland Cavaliers. They traveled to the Big Easy to take on a very struggling New Orleans Pelicans team. They got devastating news about their big center, Zion Williamson. He's going to be out for an undetermined amount of time due to a bad hamstring, which is the same injury I think he had that kept him out for a full season. Can somebody heal this man? I either Zion is really that hurt and should never play basketball again, or he's just a big wuss. I mean, it's it's one of the two. Something's got to give. There was a big hoopla over Zion Williamson when he was drafted, how maybe he didn't want to go to New Orleans. Um, If you recall that year's draft, the New York Knicks had the second pick, and I think that's where everybody thought he was going to go. But it looked like Zion maybe had moved past those feelings because he started off this year coming out the gate strong. I mean, looking like a young Shaquille O'Neal. But that hamstring, I don't know. Anyway, Pelicans are struggling, and they showed last Friday because we had the Cavaliers minus two, and the Cavaliers won easily. They won by 11, 118 to 107. And then our third and final game in the NBA last night, or excuse me, last Friday night, was the Dallas Mavericks. We actually had them at plus one and a half as they traveled to California to take on the Sacramento Kings. And that was another easy cover for us. The Dallas Mavericks actually won the game outright. So I wonder uh, if that money line may have been at plus money. Who knows? Anyway, they won the game 122 to 114. Now, here we go. Off To Super Bowl 57. The Philadelphia Eagles against the Kansas City Chiefs. We picked the Eagles minus one and a half. Now, uh, pretty much the free world knows that didn't happen. Kansas City Chiefs won that game. Uh, In my opinion, in a lot of ways... um, In a lot of ways the Eagles may have just lost that game instead of maybe just – I mean, they shot themselves in the foot. They may have beat themselves a little bit. Jalen had a turnover in the the first half, but, of course, the play everybody wants to talk about is at the end, right? When uh, the Eagles' secondary guy, uh, I believe believe it's James Bradbury, uh, held the Kansas City receiver as Kansas City was trying to drive for the winning field goal – if you go back and look at the replay, he does grab the guy's jersey. Bradbury does kind of grab his jersey, but it's stuff that happens all the time. Um, I mean, I thought it was a shitty call, especially in that point of the game. I mean, I, I mean, the rest completely tipped the game out of the players' hands, and because of that call, the Chiefs were able to get that game-winning field goal. And what was a really good game, the Eagles came out flying high in the first half, had a had a nice lead, and they came out in the second half, and the Chiefs were just ready for them. The Chiefs came to play. And to be honest, the Eagles just got outcoached. Andy Reid did his marvelous adjustments just as he did against Cincinnati the week before. But you just hate to see a great game end the way that it did. Kansas City Chiefs, you're uh, NFL champions, Super Bowl champions, they win the game over the Eagles, 38-35. Yeah, I, I felt bad for Eagles fans because I've been there, man. Super Bowl 51, Falcons 28-3. Everybody knows the story, right? So I get it. Now, I know Saints fans have been there too with uh, huge playoff losses and back-to-back years to the Vikings and the Rams. So, I mean, bad calls happen. I, I hate that this happened at the very end of the Super Bowl. It, it, Bradbury, though, is a man's man. That man, Philly, everybody in that city needs to give that man a hug. You know why? He stepped up, didn't make any excuses. He owned up and said, I grabbed his jersey. I was just hoping the referees wouldn't make the call. So, and I think in his eyes and my eyes, well, it's 50-50. It could have gone either way. But, it's all said and done. Kansas City Chiefs win their second Super Bowl in four years. Patrick Mahomes, despite losing Tyreek Hill and having to bring in a slew of receivers to try to make up that production. Wow. Patrick Mahomes, who's also the NFL MVP. I actually honestly thought Jalen Hurts should have won the MVP, but after watching the Super Bowl, I'm glad Patrick Mahomes got it because he, I mean, the man played Hurt. He played hurt. There were times where he didn't look like he was hurt, but he had to have been playing hurt with that ankle and still led his team to a comeback victory in the Super Bowl. So congratulations to the Chiefs. I'm already missing football. I'm already looking forward to next year. Uh, I think the Falcons are going to be better. We'll have to wait and see. uh, NFL combines getting ready to start. Um, And then after that is the NFL Draft. So after the draft, we'll get into a little bit more NFL and see what's going on. But until then... It's time for a football break, and we'll be doing other sports. But like I said, Kansas City Chiefs beat the Philadelphia Eagles 38 35. So the Eagles minus one and a half didn't, did not cover. So, but like I said, all in all, we went six and two on the weekend. All righty. Now, with that being said, I already mentioned, you know, NFL's over, and the NBA's in their all star weekend. So we are going to get into college basketball first and foremost. We're going to pick four college basketball for NHL. Uh, reason I'm doing four college basketball tonight and maybe not two tomorrow is because I like the lines on what I saw, and we're going to go with some teams you probably not even heard of. Well, let's have some fun with it, damn it. You know what I mean? So here, y'all ready for this week's picks? Y'all ready to try to line your pockets? I am. But before we do, I got to do it. I got to do it. Folks, I am not a professional gambler. I'm not a handicapper. Never been to Vegas, Atlantic City, Reno. Been a couple little casinos here and there. One in Seattle, a couple in Biloxi, Mississippi, and that's about it. I love sports. I like to look at stats and numbers, put them together. Boom, I'm in heaven, right? So I do this for fun. I, it's just a lot of fun. It's a great hobby. It's something that I do in my free time. And, uh, and if somebody can make some extra dollars off of it, then so be it. I, but I'm not telling you to put the house. I'm not telling you to put the family home on anything. You got to do this stuff responsibly, folks. The key word, being responsible. So if you or anybody else has a gambling problem, please reach out through to the proper resources to get the help that you and or your friend or family member needs. Gambling can be a serious problem and it is a problem throughout the United States, especially with, uh, you know, gambling being legalized everywhere nowadays. Not Georgia, not Georgia, but uh, or in some other states for that matter. But I, I do do this for fun and I hope everybody is entertained. But if you or anybody else has a problem, please reach out and get the help you need. All right, knowing's half the battle, and let's get to this week's picks. And here we go. And college basketball, we are starting off tonight in the Ivy League. Yes, the Smart People Conference as Yale travels to Pennsylvania to take on the Pennsylvania Quakers. Um, looking at their records here, Yale 17-6, 7-3 in the Ivy League, Pennsylvania 14-11, 6-4 in the Ivy League, I think that's going to be pretty close, but I like the edge to Pennsylvania at home. The line on this is Yale at minus two, but we're going to go with the Pennsylvania Quakers at plus two. So, yeah, in an upset. So, Pennsylvania at plus two. Our second game, we are going back to our old buddies of Cleveland State. If you recall, three weeks ago, we uh, chose uh, Cleveland State in a game, and they won us a game. So we're going to roll with them again this week. The Cleveland State Vikings out in the Horizon League are hosting Wright State. Uh, Wright State 16-11, 9-7 Horizon League. Cleveland State also 16-11, but they're 11-5 in the Horizon League. And I like that this game is at home. The line on this is Cleveland State minus 1.5, and and that's who we're going to roll with. Give me the Vikings over Wright State at minus 1.5. Uh, And then later on, actually, at 7 p.m., I shouldn't say later, but at 7 p.m., the Oakland Golden Grizzlies are hosting Detroit Mercy, also out in the Horizon League. Why y'all are probably shaking your damn heads right now, like, what is he picking? What other sports podcast, though, picks these games? I'm telling you, there's a lot of money that can be found in these smaller schools in college basketball. So let's keep rolling. Anyway, the line on this is Oakland minus two at home against Detroit, and that's what we're going to roll with. So Oakland Golden Grizzlies at home minus two over Detroit Mercy. And then our fourth and final game in college basketball this weekend, we are going to go out west to the Mountain West Conference where New Mexico Lobos are traveling to play San Jose State, the San Jose State State Spartans. San Jose State is favored at minus one and a half. And that's who we're going to roll with. Why? Because not only is New Mexico six and seven in the Mountain West, but they have fallen off the map in the last month. They have looked like poo-poo. So, by the way, uh, New Mexico is 19 and seven, six and seven in the Mountain West, Jose's San Jose State, 16-10, and 7-6, the Mountain West. But like I said, San Jose is at home, so we're we'll going go with the San Jose State Spartans at minus one and a half against New Mexico. Alrighty. That's what we got going on in college basketball tonight, folks. And with that, since there's no football or no NBA, and baseball certainly hasn't started yet, let's roll on over to the ice, to the National Hockey League where we went one-on-one last week. Not too shabby, but I think we're going to do better this week. And what we're going to do, we're going to take two games on this Friday night and then two games tomorrow night on Saturday. So let's get to it. The first game we're going to take, uh, we're going to go up to Canada, up to Ottawa. As a matter of fact, the Senators are are hosting the Chicago Blackhawks. Neither team has been all that great this year, but Ottawa is on the up-and-up, I think. And that's who we're going to roll with in this game, the Ottawa Senators at home money line straight up over the Chicago Blackhawks. Then uh, for the late night game, 9 p.m. to be exact, on the East Coast, the New York Rangers travel to Western Canada to Edmonton to take on the Oilers. The line on this is Edmonton um, money line. The odds are at minus 125. But we're going to roll with the New York Rangers, who have been playing really well as of late. By the way, the Rangers uh, are have a 16, five and four away record, the Oilers 13, 11 and four home record, but I like that that Rangers um, I like that Rangers away record much, much better. So yeah, New York Rangers on the road to defeat the Edmonton Oilers and our last two games for the NHL this weekend, we are going to go with what the NHL is calling the Stadium series and it's basically an outdoor game for two NFL clubs that is nationally televised, played in, guess what, a stadium. Who knew? The Washington Capitals are playing the Carolina Hurricanes, and the game is going to be played at Navy Federal Credit Union Stadium. Actually, it's called the Navy Federal Credit Union, Union Stadium Series. My bad. But it's going to be played in Raleigh, North Carolina. I misread that. Thanks a lot, ESPN. Not only you throw out a bunch of bullshit propaganda, but you got to mess up my podcast. Anywho, the Carolina Hurricanes um, are considered the home team here. The Washington Capitals, 14-12-3 away record. Carolina Hurricanes, uh, 18-6-2 home record. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes are also surging right now with a 36-10-8 overall record. Capitals sitting at 28-23-6. We're going to roll with the Carolina Hurricanes. And if you remember, Carolina Hurricanes' begin season was uh, one of my teams, was my team out of the East to go to uh, the Stanley Cup. So Carolina Hurricanes' money line straight up over the Washington Capitals in the Stadium Series game. And then our second game that we're taking on Saturday night tomorrow, uh, Buffalo Sabres are traveling out to California to take on the San Jose Sharks. Sabres 27 22 and 4, 16 8 and 2, away record. San Jose Sharks 17 28 and 11, 5 13 and 7, home record. Yikes. Uh, Which is why we're rolling with the Sabres uh, on the road. So, yeah, money line straight up Buffalo Sabres over the San Jose Sharks. And that's it. That is our eight picks this week. If you can't believe it, Four tonight in college basketball, two tonight in the NHL, two tomorrow night in the NHL, and that's it. Next week we'll be back uh, doing some more NBA, I think, because the All Star stuff will be over and uh, we'll be digging into more basketball. Uh, I said I was going to talk a little bit more about hockey. Not much to really say at the moment, other than players, or excuse me, teams are trying to jockey for position in the playoffs not much movement. I know the team I follow, my Calgary Flames have sucked since the All-Star break. Not going to lie, this past week they have looked like crap. But uh I do see some separation between the good teams and the bad teams. But we're going to give it another few weeks before we dive into that further because I think by then we'll going to we're going we're gonna to know who the contenders are and who the pretend- and the, who the pretenders are. Who's good and who's not. So we'll get it to get into that then. Meanwhile, folks, that's pretty much going to wrap it up for us here at Lenderman's Pigs on Tales from the Abyss. Quick programming note, though. If you've been paying attention to Tales from the Abyss this week, well, then you're probably tired of my ass. Because our boy Link was not able to record an episode this week, unfortunately. He's been out there working his ass off. Uh, But you know what? The man is hardworking. working. He bleeds red, white, and blue, and he's got to do what he's got to do. So I had to do a show by myself. I hope everybody was entertained and liked it if you were able to listen to it. Um, I did a top 10 list of guilty... uh, Excuse me. Top 10 action guilty pleasures list. Whoo! Don't ask me to say that again. Anywho, hope I enjoyed it. And also, our new guy... The Sentiment with Rennie Rico should be dropping a new episode today. He had a great episode last week about the Super Bowl, and I hope everybody enjoyed that. Looking forward to that, René Rico. Looking forward to it. Folks, yeah, just like a virgin on prom night, I am out of here. I am Jay Linderman. Thank you for tuning in to Linderman's Picks. I'm here to tell you to stay safe and to stay badass. Good night, America.